Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Friday. It is the first day of November, Big J. October officially in the books. How crazy. Do you feel? It feels crazy, man. Uh, how did the month of October treat you this time around? Good. See? Uh, are you officially over your hatred for the month? Well, I mean, I have been. Uh, it goes back and forth. I see. So, uh, hey. But for the time being, we're cool. That's what I like to hear. We're cool, October. And you've got you've got no beef with November, is that correct? No, oh, I love November. Okay. It's got just, Thanksgiving in it. Just making sure. So welcome to the uh, the show. My name is Nick. Here we are on a Friday, ladies and gentlemen, the 2019 Chili Cook-Off champion, Big J. Yeah! I will let you do your victory speech. Please, you go ahead. Uh, I don't know if there's much speech, but hey, uh, I didn't make enough chili. That was clear. That was bone dry, but uh, everybody seemed to really enjoy the tech. Texas chili. Why did you say it like that? The X. Texas. Uh, okay, got it. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, uh, it, it uh, the the competition uh, they couldn't muster it up. No, no. Apparently, it wasn't even close. Uh, yeah, and and one of them asked for a rematch, and I yelled at them. Next time, heat up your chili before you present it to people. Yeah, mistakes were made. The crock pot was not cooked, was plugged in soon enough. I don't know what happened there, but uh, poor Dan. Uh, I, I, that was the first one I tried, and I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> but no, it was great. I was very appreciative of everybody who uh, legitimately uh, enjoyed the chili because it was kind of like a blind yeah, thing. Yeah, as all cooking contests should be, if we're being perfectly honest. There should be no influence as to who's actually making it. It should be a blind cook-off no matter what. Yeah. And it was done the right way and the proper way, and I didn't have any of it, so I've heard it was really good, though. I, I want to try it now. I put a lot of love into it. Aw, that's nice, man. It's really nice. Uh, and I'm sure it's a nice confidence boost, right? Like, you know you know you like your chili, but it's always nice when somebody else does. Well, this is the first time I've made this particular recipe. Gotcha. So I'm going to keep go- keep going on. Fourth year uh, on out. Hey, one to know. So you might as well build upon this particular victory. Yeah. Uh, is today's show busy? The answer is yes. Not only do we have a chance for you to win some cash at 8.30 with the $25,000 X Double Dare, we also have a couple of in-studio visitors in the 7 o'clock hour talking about the Toys for Tots ride. Uh, Tom and Jason, uh, bearded villains, and of course Tom, the organizer of it all, is going to be in here in the 7th, uh, about 7.45 or so. That's going to be awesome. Big J and I will have a spoiler-free review for Terminator Dark Fate, which officially opens up in theaters today, although it always opens up in theaters on Friday, Thursdays. Um, but most people go to the movies on the weekends. That's how it works. And, of course, we also have additional chances for you to win prizes. And, oh, I suppose we'll probably talk about our free act show with Wilson tonight at the Nitty Good Country, idea. Right? So it does make for a busy Friday. We should get started. When news breaks, we're the first there to muck it. <laughs> Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's pretty amazing about how, as you get older, you realize how much you were lied to growing up. Do you know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. Like, uh, for instance, uh, something was trending on Twitter yesterday, and they were talking about how, uh, you know, what are some lies that, that your parents have, have told you? And one thing that came out um, from this particular trend was the fact that a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of people, think that it's illegal to drive with your dome light on in your car. 94% of the people on Twitter said, yes, that is illegal to do. It is not. <laughs> yeah, why would it be illegal? Well, I mean, I always thought it was illegal. I, I uh, never drive with my dome light on because I always, I always thought, thought it was, it was illegal. dumb. I don't well, know about illegal. Well, what makes it dumb? Uh, especially, well, during the day, it's not. But at night, uh, it, it can be very distracting in the fact that uh, it can cause... Um, uh, well, now I can't think of the, the proper uh, terminology. But it makes it more difficult to see outside if the light is coming in from in your car. Yeah, no, so. I don't think I don't think anybody's arguing that it's a good idea. But I think the reason why people automatically thought you shouldn't do it was because it's against the law. Or you could get pulled over for something like that because, yes, it is distracting and it is unsafe. So it's never recommended. But, you know, during the day, it's not like you need your dome light on. You usually need it because you can't find something. You're looking for something. You're somebody in your Chances car. Chances are, looking if for your something. dome light's on, you, 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 your battery's going to die. You're going to forget that that thing's on, and it's going to be bad. Oh, especially during the day, for sure. Uh, and so it, it is interesting that we all feel like this is an illegal activity. 
or 94% of us did anyway, and it turns out that that's just not true. So, uh, you know, sometimes people tell you things that are little white lies to help keep you safe at the end of the day, and I feel like this is one of them. You know, nobody's trying to scar you for life because your dome light's on in your car. I think they're just trying to, you know, make sure you have your ducks in a row and feel okay. Scott is my witness. I totally forgot about Thursday Night Football last night. San Francisco 49ers kept their perfect season alive, but the Arizona Cardinals gave them a run for their money more so than anybody thought. 28-25, your final score. The 49ers are now 8-0. If you're asking, did I have Kyler Murray on the bench because I was scared of the 49ers defense, the answer is a resounding yes. And he put up 24 points, so it'll be hard-pressed for my man that I have in my lineup to do better than the guy on my bench. Uh, which is a rarity this season for me. I've been a terrible fantasy football team, but it's now because I put the wrong people in the lineup. Uh, and that could be my downfall this week. BSU takes on San Jose State tomorrow night, 8.30 kickoff, as the Broncos return to the football field for the first time uh, since their loss to BYU. The game will be on CBS Sports Network. BSU favored by 17 in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, Big J and I will give us your, will give you your fi- our final score predictions. Rob Zombie is a vegan, Big J. Are you aware of this? Yeah. Rob Zombie doesn't like the way that they take care of animals in slaughterhouses. And so he is taking the U.S. Department of Agriculture to task over its high-speed slaughter program, which reportedly poses real-life dangers to billions of animals, workers, and consumers. Zombie is in a brand-new commercial called Compassion Over Killing, and he says, quote, USDA, stop the line speeds from hell. His image is now appearing in the geo-targeted mobile ads, reaching thousands of people across the USDA headquarters in Washington, D.C. Last year, the uh, the government agency began granting waivers, allowing chicken plants to increase already dangerously fast slaughter line speeds to about 175 birds per minute they're killing, Big J. God. That is three birds a second, and has recently hinted at rulemaking that would cement these speeds nationwide. Just last month, the agency also finalized a rule that will allow pig slaughter plants to run kill lines as fast as they want. High-speed lions have also endangered slaughter plant workers as injuries have risen risen 22% since the increase came up. Zombie recently released his latest film, Three from Hell, and will issue a new album next year, but he's focusing on the animals right now. Big J, do you have any thoughts on kill lions? Yeah, it sounds awful. It does. It's better not to know about any of that. You'd rather just eat it. Yes. And not know how it comes to your table do you think it would change the way you eat if you saw something like if you watch like one of those documentaries about stuff like that um i mean i already kind of have some considerations for that so yeah i mean i think totally uh, you know it's just um i mean it's kind of when you put it into a grant a big picture i mean think about this uh what if we were just an animal to some alien Right. Oh, it's, it's inevitable. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, and, and that would be an awful, awful thing to uh, to be farmed out and then slaughtered. So, I mean, put it into that perspective, I love animals, man. And uh, thinking about it, it, it really, if I thought about it too much, I would totally want to go vegan for that purpose. Well, you are, like, doing a percentage of vegan diet, right? How's that going? It hasn't gone well. Oh, oh sorry. I didn't mean to bring it up. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for I'm that. I'm sorry. Uh, you had said that You're you such had, a jerk. That was, like, six months ago. I know, but you we haven't talked about it since. I you, thought you were doing okay. I don't know. That you need a damn donut. Well, yes, you. But you, it wasn't. You weren't going totally vegan. A percentage of your, uh, what was it, sixty percent, seventy percent, six hundred percent. Well, no. Uh, you wanted a good percentage of your diet to be vegan. I don't see what you eat around you all the time. I thought maybe you were. Wrong. Well, I thought I had cameras with you controlling them oh, no, the whole time. No, I was wrong. That would be. I would do not want that responsibility nor <laughs> that footage. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff in the can. <laughs> With Nick and Big J. Yeah, today's life lesson is uh, appreciate uh, the work that your loved ones do, Nick. And um, I I mean, I don't know how to exactly put this, but my wife has been working from home for uh, about the last nine months here. We're getting real close to a year. And uh, she works in the customer service industry. And uh, we have a, a little office, if you will, there in the house. And so, you know, she's on the phone when she's working. And so... Uh, Aside from the fact that at the beginning I was reticent about her doing this just because, uh, you know, it was a little bit less money than she was making, those kind of situations. It's whatever usually makes your spouse happy, you know, the old saying, happy wife, happy life. I believe in that. And um, 
Uh, so she's been definitely happy because it has afforded us the opportunity to travel more, all of those things. But uh, I've always appreciated my wife's skills when it comes to the, the work she, she, she does. She's done many different things in her life, and um, I, I've seen her transform from one thing to another. And, and I just, uh, it, it's really amazing to me. Uh, to sit back and, and you can't help it when your your spouse works from home and, and it's a different hours than you. She works, you know, from uh, late afternoon until uh, you know, way past my bedtime. But I, I try not to eavesdrop too much, but I can kind of hear the conversations that she's having. And uh, you know, she has the opportunity in in the industry that she's in to really have. Um, you know, some bad nights, people who just aren't happy with what's going on, and they, you know, you can kind of hear sometimes that people get upset, those things happen, but to me, what I want to focus on here is, is, you know, hearing my wife, you know, help people, I, it seems so weird to say this, man, but uh, hearing her help people, whether they be, might be elderly people, or special needs people, or people who are just, you know, stuck in a really hard ship situation and her when her job giving the opportunity to help those people man it really puts things in perspective to to know that a uh, you're right now at this point in time your life's going pretty well and and b just the fact that you know knowing the kind of heart that she has and, and the fact that she does get to help people with what she does really is a satisfying thing to get to have that opportunity here in the house i know that sounds weird but um it just kind of you know fills your heart and sometimes that's the best way to heal from wounds uh, and just to move through life and be happy with it. And, you know, it's not always maybe the cup of tea that she wants, but uh, listening in on some of the stuff that she does, I can tell you right now that I'm super proud of the work that she does on a day-to-day basis. And, um, <clears throat> you know, getting to knowing the fact that there are people out there, when you call a customer service line, <clears throat> who are legitimately there to help you out uh, is a nice thing to know that that that's actually there. So, that, you know, appreciate uh, the things that your uh, spouse does is, is important and uh, it fills your cup up, Nick. Fills your cup up? Yeah. You never heard that before? <laughs> I, I've heard the cup runneth over. Yeah, there you go. Then in order for it to run over, it's first got to be filled up. Well, it was the first time I've heard anything called a cupeth before. But oh, yeah. I got it. I got it. That's Old Testament terms. Do you tell her this? I just did. Well, on the radio. She's probably sleeping considering yeah, how late she is. She can works. listen to the podcast. All right, all right, all right. But not directly. Uh, yeah, no, of course I do. Okay, good, good. Yeah. That's how it should be. Why would you keep that a secret? I'm, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes it's 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 one of those things where maybe you feel like it's unsaid and shown or whatever. I just I didn't know if it was a conversation you had had. Because uh, I imagine it's a job that she's very, very good at. Oh, I don't know if there's anything she's ever not good at. There you That's go. That's the tough part. There you go. Yeah, except she's really good at nagging. Dealing with neighbors, you said, was a weak spot. Yeah, uh, thanks for breaking that up. Morning after. Got to edit that out with for the podcast now. Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves some important stuff. We have to go to hell, don't forget. And, of course, we're going to talk about the Toys for Top ride that's taking place this weekend here in the Treasure Valley as well. After with Nick and Big J. Ladies and gentlemen... Fall is here. This Sunday is November 3rd. The first Sunday in November. You know what that means. Daylight savings time? Get the hell out of here! It's the beginning of standard time. And this means we have to turn back the clock one hour throughout most of the U.S. Of course, uh, Arizona, Hawaii declined to change their clocks. And U.S. territories don't either. Boy, they're smart. Uh, the good news is you'll gain an hour of sleep this weekend if you're still crashing out. The bad news is it'll be dark by the time most of us get out of work every day from now until March 8th when things fast forward. But I don't really... Does that bother you? Well, you shouldn't be getting out of here when it's dark. It doesn't uh, get dark at 4 p.m. No, no, no. But, but I, I'm just saying getting dark early. Does that bother you? Not driving when it's um, dark. No. Me either. It suits me just perfectly because I'm going to bed early. That's right. Big J likes it. Crash out early. Everybody gets quiet sooner. But, uh, again, uh, you know, why this happens, I-, I like the fallback. Nobody's, I don't think anybody's against falling back. <laughs> if we could fall back until we had an extra three or four hours, that would be fantastic. If if daylight savings time meant we fall back every time, I think I might be okay with it. Uh, it's the it's the losing an hour of our lives that, that is very frustrating. 
the gaining an hour of sleep is never a bad thing. Yeah, but, this is on the side we don't we don't really bitch about. But that being said, I, I it, you know, it, it really doesn't matter to me which one they stick and stay with. I just wish they would stick and stay. Because moving clocks is just so dumb. Yeah, it is. It's a real pain in the rear end. Um, not just and not just you know personally, but business wise for people. Yeah. All over the place. It's just a lot of stuff that goes into it. A little more than needed, probably. Correct. So uh, don't forget Sunday night uh, or Saturday night when you go to bed to set all your clocks back, and you should be right as rain. 49ers kept their perfect season going last night on Thursday Night Football. They beat the Arizona Cardinals 28-25. Emmanuel Sanders looked good. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo looked good. The uh, 49ers running game was shut down a little bit, but you know what? Uh, The passing game more than made up for it, and the defense had a little bit of a struggle yesterday. Still looked pretty good, Uh, but, you know, they needed a little bit of luck to pull it out at the end there, 28-25. Good game by Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Great game by uh, the brand-new running back they traded for from the Dolphins, Mr. Drake. Uh, that was filling in for Chase Edmonds and uh, David Johnson, who both were hurt. He ended up with over 100 yards and a touchdown against a very good 49ers defense. And so it was a uh, good game. But the 49ers pulled out their eighth straight victory, uh, well on their way to a very good season. BSU taking on San Jose State tomorrow night, 8.30 kickoff on CBS Sports Network. BSU favored by 17. You'll get your final score predictions from Jay and myself tomorrow. Boise State's men's basketball team supposed to win its exhibition game with ease, and that's exactly what the Broncos did Thursday night at Exeter Mile Arena. 95-34 victory over West Coast Baptist. That is a private college based in California. Uh, It competes in the Pacific Christian Athletic Conference, Big J. Nice. Ever heard of that? Nope, me either. Hailstorm will celebrate the 10th anniversary of the band's self-titled debut album by releasing a special vinyl edition of the LP coming out on December 20th, just in time for Christmas. The set will feature all-new artwork as well as a pre-production demo and bonus material to tell the story of how the first album came about and the struggles and wins of the things that happened through the music. Lizzie Hale says, quote, We lived through a fire, a mudslide, an earthquake in 19 months in Burbank, California to make sure our debut album was released. So to celebrate the 10th anniversary... With Atlantic Records, we decided to include raw, never-before-heard demos and rejects, new art, and a personal letter from me to take you through the roller coaster ride. It was released back in 2009. It featured a couple of top 10 radio songs, I Get Off and It's Not You, launching the Pennsylvania-based band as mainstays. Hailstorm recently completed a tour with Godsmack, expected to begin work early in the new year on a new album, a follow-up to 2018's Vicious. And Hale has also alluded to working on a secret studio project this past summer. What do you think that could be, Big J? Oh, I don't know. I've got a guess. Oh, what is it? You know what it's been a while? Because they've done a couple of Stained. them. Stained. No. <laughs> uh, cover EP. Okay. Hailstorm likes to do that kind of stuff. It's not as, They don't count it as new stuff. They just like to every once in a while drop a uh, EP full of covers. And I wouldn't be surprised if another one of those are coming soon. Morning After with Nick and Big J on the way. We are going to hell. Please hang on and join us. On 100.3, the X rocks. Headed down to Australia for today's We're Going to Hell story. Down under. Good job. Shrimp on the Bobby. And uh, the line from Crocodile Dundee just to complete the trifecta. Crikey. Oh, Oh, uh, that's not a knife. This is a knife. And, uh, you know, uh, cannabis, Big J, is legal in a lot of states around the uh, state of Idaho, but never here. Mary Jane. Uh, But one of the side effects to marijuana is... Are you aware it gets you high? Huh? What? No. I thought it was just for healing. That's what I've heard. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the product. But also, it happens to actually affect your memory a little bit. You understand? Like, sometimes you just forget a little bit about what's going on. You're just your own your own little world, and sometimes things just slip by the wayside, you know? It's one of those, it's it's a standard trope whenever there's a stoner on a television show or a movie. He's going to forget something that's pretty important, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's kind of the story of a 48-year-old gentleman that found himself at Sydney's Westmead Hospital as he is a cannabis user. That's cool, right? Sure. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, but he said that for the last, oh, I don't know, 30 years or so. <laughs> 30 years? He was having some trouble breathing, man. Like, for you know, 30 years? Everything's okay, but like his nose, like he can breathe through his mouth fine. There's no pain there, but every once in a while, he just can't seem to get 
the right amount of oxygen through his nose. He gets a crap ton of sinus infections, all sorts of stuff. And he's like, listen, I just want this to go away. Is there any way I can kind of get a good look at it? So it wasn't like an ER visit or anything. He just made a doctor's appointment and was like, listen, here's what's happening. It's been a long time. Like, as far as I can remember, I've been having problems with my nose. He might take a look at it. And so the doctor was like, okay, let's, uh, let's grab an x-ray. And uh, and so they did. And they're like, uh, sir, uh, you, you've got a fairly large foreign object in your nose there, buddy. And the guy's like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah. Th- no, there's, I mean, we were looking at your x-rays and there's definitely something in there and Damn. he's like well listen this is a we're going to hell story it's got to be a spider right and they're like no, no. spider or <laughs> what's laid eggs cockroach. in me <laughs> yeah <laughs> what has laid eggs in me is the question that you're all asking because this is we're going to hell the answer is nothing uh and so uh, the doctor's like hey is there anything you can remember sticking up your nose and that's when the 48 year old goes Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I-, I do remember sticking something up my nose now that you mentioned it. And the doctor's like, well, okay, tell me the story. The story is, back when he was 18 years old, uh, he thought that he was going to go to prison for a while. And so his then-girlfriend at the time was like, hey, listen, you're going to go away for like four months. Here's what you need to do. Let me give you a little going-away present. Let me get you a balloon that we're going to fill with some weed. And you can shove it up your nose, and that way, you know, you can take it out when you get into prison, and then you can get high still in prison. Wouldn't that be cool? And he's like, thanks, baby, I'll shove it right up my nose. And that's what he did. He ended up not going to prison, and then he says, completely forgot about the fact that he shoved a balloon full of pot up his nose, because, you know, he he smokes pot. Jeez. And so it's like, oh, man. So that's exactly what it was. So the doctor's like, okay, at least we now know what it is. And sure enough, when they go inside, they ended up removing a rubber balloon containing uh, a plant matter, which ended up being marijuana. And there are pictures, of course, of it. So it's a fact that it happened. They found the foreign object and they basically stuck it out of his nose. The, uh, the patient had some specific questioning, so he remembered the incident finally, but it took him 30 years to do it. He said the man inserted the uh, bud-filled balloon up his right nostril, but then he ended up inhaling it further than he insp- expected, so he thought, oh, I must have swallowed it, and then I passed it because I don't look at my poops, you know? Right, who does? That's had to be what it was, and th- but he never equated the fact that, you know, I'm having ridiculous amounts of nose problems with the fact that maybe I've got a balloon filled with pot in my nose. The man is breathing easier these days. According to the report, he uh, said he has a complete resolution to the nasal issues. He doesn't have any more sinus infections, and everything is okay. Isn't that nice? Great. Guys, what what, what do they do with the pot? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't and know. Is he in trouble? I don't know about that either. I mean, it, I don't know if it's legal or illegal in Australia. There's nothing in the story about whether or not police questioned him or anything like that. Uh, but, yeah, I guess he's okay with it, and everything's cool. So happy endings, right, Big Jay? one of those in a we're going hell story yeah time. yeah yay everybody guys don't put balloons of anything inside of you okay right uh it's just not a good idea and usually doesn't end well just in case you're curious morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story up next we're talking toys for tot ride here in the treasure valley it's happening this weekend everything you need to know next <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. This weekend, a very cool event that uh, Big J is taking part in. We want to learn a little bit about it. So let's uh, let's get some details about some really cool things that's happening around the Treasure Valley. Maybe make some plans for the weekend as we welcome in a couple of guests. Introduce yourselves to the Treasure Valley one more time, gentlemen, please. I'm Tom Myers with the Toys for Tots Ride. I'm Jason with Bearded Villains. Who also has an immaculate, beautiful beard. It oh, is gorgeous. Thanks, thanks, man. Well done, man. And uh, you guys have a really cool event that is happening this weekend that is raising some money and kind of as we've talked about tom is it officially kicking off toys for tots is that what we're doing yes it's officially kicking off the toys for tots here in the valley toys for tots ride will be sunday november 3rd this sunday registration opens at 9 till 10 45 opening ceremony at 11 from there we'll ride to quinn's and do the rest of the ride be back at quinn's 
and we have a lot of awesome items for silent auction and raffle. Yeah, very cool. And of course, uh, this is not uh, your first rodeo doing this stuff with Toys for Tots. It's a very, it's a passion project for you. Something that uh, we've talked to you many, many years in a row. And, and uh, give us uh, the example one more time why this means so much to you. Why Toys for Tots is such a thing that that really you have kind of championed over the last couple of years. You know, this is the tenth year of the ride, and so as a Marine, Toys for Tots was started over seventy years ago. It's a passion for a Marine to support make sure every kid has a Christmas. We take that very serious and we love to do it. And this is important because all these Marines out at Gallon that we're supporting have already spent holidays away from their families. They come home with the chance to spend the holidays with their family to make up for the times they missed. But once again, they dedicate their time during the holidays to make sure every kid has a Christmas in this valley. How can we alleviate that and give them more time with their families? The more people that show up, donate toys, cash, the more they get ahead and they get to spend time at home instead of everyone else in the valley watching them stand at these toy stores and other stores to collect toys and donations to provide every kid a Christmas. Yeah, Tom, that's been my call too, is is to make sure that, hey, let's get these toys to these guys because uh, these men and women and the Marines, they're, they've got their day-to-day duties. And then, and then the Toys for Tots thing is, is on top of that. And the holiday time, I mean, you're right. It, they deserve to have that time with their family as well. So, uh, listen, that's their mission, and they're going to do their mission. Wh- whether they have the time or not, they're going to get it done. Let's help them get it done and help yeah. give those men and women uh, that time with their families. So that's that's kind of the, the role that we like to try to take up and say, hey, let's get this done and help out the Marines for once. They do everything for us. Um, so, so that's awesome. And we were talking about some of the auction items. This Medal of Honor hat that that you you guys are going to have for auction it just sounds incredible man it is it every year they have a gathering of the medal of honor winners and so we have been honored with the donation of a hat that's been signed by if i remember correctly 32 medal of honor recipients there's also going to be included with that uh art jackson's medal of honor coin which it's a commemorative but that's been donated if you appreciate anything about the military you realize these men went above and beyond, and they're still here for a reason. And they're the reason we have our freedoms and our rights. So let's honor them. They've decided to donate that to this event. And it's going to be an awesome item to, to see. That is a lot of history from World War II to present. Yeah, for sure. Uh, crazy. So, crazy. Yeah. And that's just one of the many items that you're going to see out there at Quinn's uh, on Sunday so that you can check out the, the cool ride. And, and, of course, if people want to take part in the ride, uh, you're encouraging them to bring a toy as well to save themselves some, some money and also to get this thing started the right way, right? Absolutely. Uh, register for the ride, and $20 in a toy. If you don't have a toy with you, it's $25. It, it covers a toy either way. You know that every penny of that and every toy is going straight to the Marines because, well, they're going to be there. There you go. The Marines at Gowan, once again, volunteer their time and, and be at this ride and this event, and it all goes directly to them. Always a fun time at Quinn's. Uh, you have a good time. You've got the auction going on there, and then there is a contest that is happening this weekend, but, but too. But wait, right? there's more. There's more. There's more. Uh, yes. Tell us about this, the contest. This year, thanks to the Bearded Villains, there's going to be a beard competition. I'm going to let Jason here jump in and tell us all about hey, the beard thanks, competition. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're uh, last year we helped them out, um, and we love the experience, and uh, Tom is and the, and the rest of the guys over there with the committee, they're they're letting us put on a beard competition. We thought it was pretty fitting with uh, the ride, and we wanted we wanted to just jump in and help out too, um, and bring a whole different genre of people in just to try and make it as big as we possibly could. But it's the same same cost. It's twenty in a in a gift or a toy, and then twenty five without. Um, but we have five categories, and it's going to be at Quinn's. Um, it is going to be outdoors. Yeah, um, bundle up, Ooh, bundle risk. up, Love bundle it. up. Yeah, but you know, with the furry faces, they that, should be okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's the that's not a problem at all, no, right? Not at all. And and I wanted to thank you guys uh, for being a part of that. Uh, we've got a great panel. I'm super excited about it. Um, it should be it should be a really good time. Big J gets to play a role in the beard competition. Yeah, yeah, He's one of the to judges. Be, yeah. Get to be a judge. So uh, that's going to be. I should probably do some uh, some research because I've never judged a beard competition. Well, before, your beard's so. looking good, so I mean, it's going to. Oh, be well, nice. thanks, thanks. I'll you cannot compete. You experience. cannot compete. I know I can't compete if I'm a judge. That's not <laughs> no. proper. You're number one in my book. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Oh, guys, the love affair. So uh, you can go out. You can have a good time. You can donate. You can take part in the ride. You can just drop off some cash. You can just drop off some toys. You 
You can just go out there and have a good time, but there's so much to do for everybody out there this weekend. Tom, give the times again so that everybody knows what time it's all going down. All right. It's going to start at High Desert Harley-Davidson. Registration opens at 9 to 10.45. At 11 o'clock, there'll be an opening ceremony. Approximately 11.15, we'll... We'll leave High Desert and go to Quinn's. Uh, there'll be a chili feed until 3 p.m. at Quinn's. When you register, you'll get a ticket for free chili. The auction will and raffle will be at around 4 o'clock and announce winners of the beard competition. And everything that we collect that day will go straight to the Marines. Beautiful. And what and time does the beard competition start over there at Quinn's? Do you have an idea yet, Jason? S- yes. Um, so we're, we're trying to start around uh, 11. Okay. Um, we are going to have registration booths at uh, Harley-Davidson from 9 to about 10.30. Okay. And we'll also have, in that same time frame at Quinn's, pre-registration. We're going to try and start around 11. So that's the uh, that's the agenda. If people want more information, where's the great place to go for it over the course of the next day or so? Facebook, Annual Toys for Tots Ride, or you can send us an email at uh, toysfortotsride at gmail.com. So do that if you want more information. Join them out at High Desert Harley this weekend, and then Quinn's as well. It's going to be a great time. Tom, Jason, thank you for your service. Thank, thank you, you for coming in and being a part of this. It's going to be a great event. Thank you for supporting us. Always. Yeah. always and and yeah. one other thing. Yeah. I want everybody to remember, if they sign up for either event, they'll get a red ticket that gives them a chance for a brand new iPad that has been donated. Awesome. And once again, this is all about the kids. Exactly. Let's show the kids some love. Let's show our military some love and support them. Thank you guys very much, and we'll see you this weekend. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Working out can be hard. It can be hard enough to drive anybody to drop the F-bomb, Big J. Oh. But it turns out that if you actually do so, that could be beneficial. Keen University researchers found that if you spew out a bunch of expletives while working out, it actually increases your pain tolerance and triggers an adrenaline response. F, F, F. F, F. A lot of those in the uh, movie last night. <laughs> this in turn makes you work out harder, therefore maximizing your calorie burn. The scientists think we've evolved so that swearing is used as a tool to withstand pain by triggering the fight-or-flight response inside of our body. F you, F you. I mean, it's the first thing that happens when I get hurt, I'll tell you that. Son of a... You know what I mean? You're swearing, right? Yeah. Bleep, bleep this, bleep you, bleep everything. Everything hurts. And so maybe that's a good thing. So maybe incorporate some swear words into your workout routine. And see if it takes but you over the next the, the worst ones. Well, I mean, I guess that varies per person. What your worst swear word may be may not be the same as mine. You drop the C word in regular conversations, so it's true. San Francisco 49ers kept their perfect season going on in last night's Thursday night football game. They defeated the Arizona Cardinals 28-25. to It was the eighth straight victory for the 49ers. BSU taking on San Jose State, 8.30 kickoff. CBS Sports Network, BSU favored by 17. Big J, your final score prediction, please. Uh, let's go 38-14. Uh, to 14. I've got 35-17 Broncos. Broncos. Oh, we're real close. We are close. Uh, I feel like the Broncos are going to cover, but barely. Boise State men's basketball team supposed to win its exhibition game with ease. That's exactly what the Broncos did last night at Extra Mile Arena. 95-34 victory over West Coast Baptist. Of course, doesn't count towards the season standings, but it was a nice little tune-up for the Broncos. Pretty impressive to hold a team to 34 points over a 40-minute game. You know? Yeah. Well done. It looked like the offense was firing on all cylinders as well. Big J, My Chemical Romance has made emo fans across the nation fairly happy. They have announced that the band will reunite next month for its first concert in seven years. The group will perform at the Shrine Expo Hall in L.A. on Friday, December 20th. Tickets will go on sale and sell out on Friday. I can promise you that. My Chemical Romance broke up back in 2013. Gerard Way has been pretty busy since then. He released a solo album in 2014. Uh, A couple of standalone singles. He uh, released his comic book, The Umbrella Academy. uh, Released a whole bunch of, or won a whole bunch of awards for that. That adapted into a Netflix series. Earlier this month, uh, it revealed that Way would be the guy that was scoring Kevin Smith's upcoming Clerks 3 sequel. And the bandmates also uh, did a bunch of solo projects. Frank Iero was in town not too long ago. Mm-hmm. He's a guitarist of uh, My Chemical Romance. Mikey Way formed a group called Electric Century. Ray Toro briefly toured with Reggie in the Full Effect and released a solo recording tribute as well. 
And Toro told us a while back that he thought the secret to My Chemical Romance's success was always kind of doing what they do and staying true to themselves. I think the most important part for a lasting career is to be in touch with your fans and cultivate that strong relationship with them and, you know, be very honest about who you are and be honest with your music. That's what makes a band have a career. You know, always be honest with yourselves and always be true to your music and true to yourself and true to your fans. Uh, this is the first time that the whole rumor started up. Uh, rumors came around in 2016. The group was posting some weird videos on social media. That turned out to just be the 10th anniversary reissue of the Black Parade back in 2016. The band stated at that time they are not touring. There was no reunion plan. Not sure what fueled the idea for MCR to get back together again, but you can say that people are excited about it. Big J, agree or disagree? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Not your, not your style. You're not a fan of the band. That's cool. Uh, I'm not necessarily either, although I do, like I said, admit that I do have a guilty pleasure towards uh, Welcome to the Black Parade, the song. But uh, I never was a real My Chemical Romance fan. I, I was never really into that emo kind of scene. So I, I, it was just like a little bit younger than, than what I am. But I can't, you know, deny the popularity of the band. I understand that people are looking forward to it. I imagine it would be a pretty big deal had they got together. And I bet you at bottom dollar the show would sell out if it came here. Uh, maybe. Uh, and had they played here before? Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, I believe they have. Was it a big easy thing? Was it a larger venue? Now you're really asking me questions that I don't remember. Well, on top of it, you didn't like the band, so it's not like you would care if they did come to town. I almost dragged this radio station into the ground. (laughs) I think it did for a while. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Guess what? Here's traffic. Yep, that's true. But also, in a few minutes, we got ourselves a chance for you to win some cash for the all cash $25,000 X Double Dare. Big J, the categories, please. Oh, yeah. The categories are Green Day, the band, and people you should people you should probably be afraid of. All right. Those are your two categories. The day after Halloween, late, that's fine, but it's okay. You'll figure it out. So if you've got Green Day knowledge or uh, you know something about people you should be afraid of. I imagine these are famous people and not just like your neighbor, Anthony. You know what Disappointed I mean? Disappointed I'm not the answer to any of those questions. Uh, yeah, well, you're a big teddy bear. The all-cash $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. Yeah! You just heard some Wilson, the band that's going to be in town tonight for a free X show. We encourage you to go check them out. Uh, I don't know why you would ever want to miss a Wilson show. God. But it's going to be a whole lot of fun at the Knitting Factory tonight. Uh, Silent Theory, Meridian Movement, Basement all opening it up, and then Wilson closing things down for a amazing show. Hey, uh, we'll give you a chance with some tickets coming up here in a little bit, but we got to give away some cash, and that is why we welcome onto the show caller x good morning sir what is your name please jim jim is on the line with us and so you're going to play for up to 200 dollars. how much money you win is entirely up to you we want you to win as much as you possibly can big jay's going to give you a couple of categories to select your preferred preference is up to you go ahead big jay green day the band or people you should probably be afraid of which one are you feeling confident in jim let's go be afraid of people okay Good luck, man. Nice, nice. All right, $50 question coming at you. This beautiful people and Sweet Dreams rocker recently played a sold-out show at the Knitting Factory only a few months ago. No way. (laughs) Ain't going to get that one, fellas. You're not going to get it? No, that's not my rock era. (laughs) Oh, Jim. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's right. Good morning anyway. Hello, Garrett. Thanks, man. Good, good morning. He was in good mood. I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, the answer was Big J. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. Right. Marilyn Manson played a sold-out show. And uh, for the record, you probably should be afraid of Marilyn Manson. He seems like a guy that should give you the creeps. <laughs> Just on the regular basis. Yep, you're right. Well, Jim, it was a good shot. Unfortunately, he walks away with nothing. Could not even give away some $50 this morning. But you know what? Uh, I guess you'll have another chance. Jason Drew, 1230 today, 430 with Adam. So we'll give away some money at some point today. At least, God, I hope so. There you go. Uh, Sometimes it's that anticlimactic, Big J. It's like a round of pop culture smackdown sometimes. Uh, We will do that. All the time. As a matter of fact, next to the X-Rock. 
morning after with Nick and Big J. And up for grabs here for Pop Culture Smackdown this morning. We got your tickets to next week's show at the Knitting Factory, the Aquabats People Mover coming to town. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to we're going to enjoy ourselves some Aquabats and People Mover. We also have tickets here for tonight's free X show. <gasps> Brought to you by Coburn Ford. It is Wilson at the Dating Factory. Silent Theory opening up. Uh, we've got uh, Meridian Movement and Basement. It's going to be a heck of a show. Friday night at the Knit. It's going to be beautiful. We get your tickets in your hands here if you can beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. Uh, you do have to swing by and pick up these tickets before 5 o'clock today. As long as that fits in your schedule, we're open now. Anytime between now and 5. You can swing by and pick these things up so you can go check out Wilson tonight and not miss the show. It's going to be bananas. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. 208-287-1003 is the phone number. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Morning. Morning, man. What's your name? It's Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. Good luck. All right. Uh, this Roy Orbison. Oh, I can't talk today. This Roy Orbison song turned into a movie starring Julia Roberts. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just going to say Pretty Woman because I'm sure right. that's not right. There you go. You didn't know Pretty Woman was a... Uh, <laughs> that is correct. It's featured in this... Oh, uh, wow. All right. Good job. <laughs> Nick, uh, what TV sitcom followed the lives of June Ward, Wally, and Theodore? Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, man. Right. You got a question right. Get your you know, confidence up. I love it. <laughs> Here we go. This star of recent box office hit Joker is considered the number one prospect for best actor in this year's award shows. What's his name? Probably Joaquin Phoenix. There right. you go. You're taking these educated guesses. I love it. Nick, what was George from Seinfeld's ATM pin code? Oh, no. Uh, wait. Is it Bosco? Yeah. yeah. Why would you want us to right. write? Because you actually remembered it? Well, because uh, I, for some reason uh, I knew it, Bosco was a thing, but then I was like, well, that's not really numbers, but it was the corresponding. Yep. Word. He was very embarrassed about it. All right. What is the name of the mansion where Elvis Presley died? Also, his um, mansion. Uh, the Heartland. Oh. Wrong. No. No. <laughs> Man, right. bummer. It's right in America's Heartland, though. You better believe it. You're, you're close. Uh, but it's not. Land is definitely a part of the answer. Good morning, the X. Hello. Hey, here's Big J with your question. What is the name of the mansion where Elvis Presley died? Uh, the name of the mansion. And lived, I Elvis guess. Elvis died. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Pretty much his home. Uh, um. Heartbreak Hotel. Wow. Wrong. That's a that's a song from Elvis Presley. I didn't realize I would catch so many people on this. That wasn't my intent. Good morning, the X. Good morning, fellas. How's it going? We're good, man. Good. What is the name of the mansion where Elvis Presley lived and died? He was going to Graceland. Right. It was in Graceland. Blue suede shoes. All right, Nick. Uh, Ross from Friends had oh. a pet monkey. What was his name? The monkey's name was Marcel. How, right. how do you know that? You I didn't watch that. a dang minute of Friends. Again, I pick up stuff through osmosis. I know the monkey's name. I know the characters. That's about it. All right. Who was the lead singer of the band Audio Slave? <gasps> Audio Slave. Chris Cornell. Right. You know Chris Cornell. Uh, Nick, this small wireless communication device was used to keep people in touch on the go before cell phones became prominent. Beeper or pager? Pager, yes. Right. All right, I'm out of questions. Yeah! Woo-hoo! Good job, man. We, uh, we rode the bull for eight seconds, and we uh, we ended up taking the ride and winning, so that means you're the last man standing. You got tickets to Aquabats, a people mover, and you're going to Wilson tonight. Hang what on one second. failure on my we'll part. Make sure you're set. More and friends questions next week. Good to go. That is Lincoln Park. That is one step closer here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hopefully over the course of the weekend, you can enjoy some candy and maybe pop into a movie theater near you and enjoy the new Terminator movie. It is called Dark Fate. If you happen to do so, or if you're thinking about doing so, there is a two-pronged podcast you can check out on xrock.com or on the xrock app. 
that is available. All you have to do is search 100.3 The X, download it for free, and you can access the podcast section of xrock.com right there on your cellular device or your tablet and enjoy it right there. But we have the uh, the podcast up for Terminator Dark Fate. It's broken up into two parts. First part of the podcast is spoiler-free so that you can get the review as to before you go in and see if it's worth your time, and then you can revisit it or you can check out the podcast in its entirety once you're done seeing the movie as we dive into spoilers for Terminator Dark Fate. But at the end of the day, Big J, you've had some time to sit and marinate on it. What are your thoughts on Dark Fate? Yeah, you know, going in, I just, uh, I really didn't know where I was going to be with this movie because Genesis was so bad I couldn't finish all of it. Um, And I tried multiple times. (laughs) They even had the Mother of Dragons in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just uh, I didn't know how it was gonna go. Linda Hamilton did great coming back as uh, Sarah Connor in this, and yeah, I, I actually ended up really enjoying the movie, even though you know we had talked about uh, some some issues throughout the movie. But to me, uh, it was really more about you know kind of um, doing the nods back to the original uh, Terminator movies that. Uh, James Cameron was a part of, uh, and Arnold was in, and the whole the whole cast there, um, and just you know seeing how it developed a little bit, and you know it's a time travel movie when you get down to it, it's always going to have some some problems, so uh, it is what it is. But it's a great action flick to enjoy, and, and characters that you get to see develop over time, and, and Linda Hamilton was a badass. That's all she there was. was to it. She was a badass, and so was Mackenzie Davis, who yeah. uh, who comes back and uh, and is the I guess uh, protector in this particular movie as you could tell from the trailer. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, this movie has done the best thing you possibly could do in the Terminator universe, and that is pretend that the last three movies didn't exist and just kind of pick things up after the really good Terminator. Uh, and so it, it's it's a good thing. And so you only have to really have seen Terminator and Terminator 2 to not be completely and totally lost in the timeline and kind of get an idea of what's going on and who some of these characters are and, and why it's important that they're working together for a common cause. You don't have to have seen Genesis or Salvation or even Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines in order to enjoy it. And it'll pick it right back off where you left it in, what, what was it, 92, 94 that it came out? Oh boy, but I don't remember somewhere the around there. Uh, I think '94. All of a sudden, I'm, this is the number that's popping or the year that's popping into my head. But uh, it is one of those deals where if you enjoy it, but uh, you know, and also I would say is a significant step away from those two original movies too. It's '91. '91. It's yeah. it's, uh, it's better than uh, than the re- the other three movies, but still not as good as Terminator Terminator Two. But I would say if you're a fan of the franchise, worth your time for sure, and to see in the movie. But then when you do, check out the podcast because there are some issues and some things that we take homage to in it. And oh, by the way, even if you maybe are, are like, there's no way in hell I'm going to see this movie, the podcast is worth watching or listening to just for a revelation that is made throughout the podcast that, that involves Randy. That involves Randy. our friend Randy. That uh, That is worth the price of admission, which is free, by the way. But it is a must-listen-to podcast, even if you don't have any interest in Terminator, just for this particular uh, moments involved in it. So check it out for yourself. It's up now on xrock.com and in the 100.3 The X app. And we will do some bad impressions. That's happening next on The X-Rock. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we got tickets to tonight's show brought to you by Corwin Ford. It is the free X show with Wilson, Silent Theory, Gummerity Movement, and Basement. So all of that uh, in store for you tonight. You need to come pick these up by 5 o'clock, and uh, we're going to be golden, man. All right, so one of your last chances to grab some tickets for tonight's very nice free X show with Wilson at the Knitting Factory. If you'd like him, get on the phone, 208-287-1003, and that's the phone number. Big J has prepared three clues. They all revolve around somebody that is pretty famous. You can figure out who the famous person is in three clues or less. You are going to a show tonight and feeling good about Hello. yourself. Hello. Jeez. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Awesome. What's your name, man? Tom. All right, Tom. Good luck. I recently was in a bad car accident and messed up my back really good. Tom? Okay. The Rock likes to joke about how small I am. Like he can tell jokes. I'm the comedian. Oh. Uh. <laughs> no, what, what, one more here. I've been in movies like CIA, Ride Along, and Night School. I can't remember his name. The little guy, the little black guy, man. You know what I'm talking about. Come I on, do. help uh, me out. I do, I do, but 
Sorry, Tom. That's kind of the name of the come up with. A, well, no, that's even. Come on, man. No. Hello, the X. It is the name of the game, is to actually come up with the person. Hello? 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 Boy. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Hey, man. Uh, what is the answer? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. It is Kevin Hart. It is correct. Congratulations, man. What's your name? Brian. All right, Brian, congratulations. You got tickets to tonight's show with Wilson. Big J, why is uh, Kevin Hart in the news? <laughs> Kevin Hart, I think, wins for best costume for celebrity. Uh, as uh, yesterday, he uh, dressed up, and uh, him and the, the Rock uh, did a little promo video, but uh, he he dressed up as uh, the Rock from his, uh, his 90s picture of him with his fanny pack and his chain and his turtleneck uh, shirt. I mean, it's a ridiculous picture that I'm sure you've seen of The Rock going way, way back. Uh, hilarious. And uh, they did a little promo video for the uh, last trailer that came out for Jumanji, uh, the next movie that comes out here in uh, December, and it's pretty dang funny. Uh, I guess he's okay, right? I mean, you really didn't hear much. Yeah, no, he, he just released a, a, a video um, about uh, some of the stuff and rehab he's been going through, and it was really bad. Oh, I yeah, mean, dude, he, it was he, he was, uh, he was in bad shape and, and still is. And it's got a, he goes, it's really changed his life, and um, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it was a pretty bad accident for him. So uh, he's had to work really hard to get back to being able to at least start to do, you know, the simple stuff. Glad he's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, glad he is rehabbing, and Jumanji, the new one, looks hilarious. Yeah, it does. And I don't know if you knew this, but uh, they're doing a, uh, a remake, a reimagining of The Great Outdoors. And no. he, Yeah, he is producing it and going to star in it as well. Who's the other guy? Uh, not not a whole uh, list of all the cast members yet. Tristan Cantave. Don't know who that is. Don't know who some of these people are, but um, I'm sure they'll fill in with some people that you, you've heard of. He's got to be the Dan Aykroyd character, right? You would think so, yeah. Right. Uh, well, uh, good luck. I mean, Great Outdoors is a fantastic movie. It is. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Do you think you could eat an old 96er? No, man. No. <laughs> I never could. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next to the X-Rock. That is Tool, that is Fear Inoculum, and that is an 11-minute song almost, Big J. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap up the show for this Friday. Had a chance to give away some tickets to uh, Wilson. We had somebody trip and fall on the first uh, all-cash $25,000 Double Dare question. Did not know who Marilyn Manson was. That was a weakness. And so we ended up not giving away any money, but you have an opportunity to win at 12.30 again today and 4.30 with Adam. Jason Drew's got the earlier part of that, so make sure you tune in for your next chance to win some money. That will continue next week. We also got a life lesson from Big J today that said, you know what? Appreciate the hard work your significant other does and let them know about it, right? Yeah. It's always nice to give them a little bit of credit. Now, we started the show announcing that you were, in fact, the Chili Cook-Off champion for the uh, Chili Cook-Off that happened yesterday here for the employees. Yeah. You had four hours Suck to it, think about it. Think about like uh, like this is an award show. You're called up to the podium, and now you have an opportunity to make your victory speech. Please, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I knew I was going to win because my chili was great. So next time, turn on your crock pots. Anybody you want to thank? Uh, I would like to thank uh, the Food Network for their inspiration, and uh, all those in Texas that came up with the idea of Texas chili. You should you should probably thank your wife too. You should do these things at award shows. What'd she do? She didn't she do nothing. Supported you, man. She's your wife. Yeah, she hurried me. I uh, it was uh, it was uh, it was not ideal. So I'm not thanking her. She did enjoy the chili, which is rare though. So. Thanks for that, I guess. Thanks for enjoying my award-winning chili. Yeah, yeah. He always humble Big J, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, there's no need to be humble. Jason Drew is up next. We will see you Monday. Your asses better get to that knitting factory tonight to come to this free X show, man. Yeah, we're not messing around. I'm telling you what, it's going to be fun at the knitting factory tonight. Make sure you're there. Any extra tickets we have will be outside the knitting factory. If you want to go to the show tonight, we're going to make sure you can get in. Just go on out to the knit, go inside, grab yourself a beverage on a Friday night, and enjoy an amazing show front to back from basement all the way to Wilson. You will not be disappointed. Promise. It'll be a good time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll see you Monday. It's the X Rock.